of DWN Productions THC Podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts I'm pretty sure I said that right yeah I think you said that I was paying attention to be honest but hey you usually have that part done you do it by memory you do it by rope you know you do it every week so I'm sure you got it all in there right yeah I don't know. Apologies for yesterday. I was a little tuckered out and just didn't feel like doing the show. So you had a long that's weekend. That's why it didn't happen. It's understandable. <sighs> Felt like a December. Mm. But Joe, you had a weekend as well. I did. I also had Christmas in July, I guess. Uh, well, after a long week, a long hot week in the shop i had texas author con because this was a weekend for conventions and stuff that start with texas so texas author and end with con right was uh was a gathering place of authors that were selling their books tom selling their books and hoping to attract new fans and things like that free to the public uh did it last year and it was pretty small this year it got bigger and had odd hours i felt you know it started at three on friday and went to nine in the evening which i thought that was kind of strange i thought well shit nobody's gonna show up till like seven maybe you know most people still work on friday don't get out of work until five or six and then if you want to go anywhere in Dallas it takes you at least 45 minutes if there's no traffic but I was wrong as I usually am at most things in life and uh, there was a good crowd on Friday and uh, 
had some good sales. I think a lot of the authors there had some good sales. Well, they definitely did for me because I bought a shitload of books to throw in the pile of books that I've yet to read. And uh, did that, came home, slept a bit, or did I? No, I think I stayed up with Lisa and drank most of the night. But anyway, I was back at it on uh, on Saturday. Two-day convention, you see, Tom. That's That was another thing that was going on this weekend, was two-day conventions that start with Texas and end with con. Uh, Texas Author Con Day 2... It was uh, it was slower, it seemed to me. But then I thought, no, wait a minute. I mean, I'm still making good sales. You know, somebody's coming up every, you know, it just wasn't one person after another. There was a person and there was a, a lull of time. And then, uh, yeah, had a good time. Drank some beers. It was very close to the house, so wasn't much of a concern on the driving or anything or if I'd have to Uber or whatever, and uh, finished out the show. I would say it was a successful show for them, and I did well, so that was the most important thing. Came home and uh, had uh, a friend of mine that was working a different convention, uh, Christian. He came by the house, and he slept here because he didn't want to pay for a hotel, I guess. You know, I get it. You know, that shit's expensive, and it's just like, what, 150 or more just to fucking sleep and take a shower? I mean, the convenience of it I get. I do it a lot myself, but goddamn, if I could stay anywhere else, I probably would too. So anyway, uh, this buddy of mine who works at the Paul Bearer Press, check them out. They got, like, little toys and stuff that they sell. Uh, They might sell T-shirts too, but I don't know. I mean, you might want to go to this instead for that. But uh, we stayed up and drank real late into the evening, too, which uh, I don't think I've ever done that with Christian. He wasn't uh, a big drinker the past few times he's come by. Man, has that changed. And then uh, Sunday, got up, and he, uh, he drove me out into Mesquite, where there was another con going on. But hey, how was your weekend, Tom? Well, I have a question. You said you bought a lot of books, right? I did. Did you buy a book from uh, every vendor? No, I did not. Did uh, you buy a book from most vendors? No, I did not. Okay. Because <laughs> no. I don't know how big this thing is. I'm not expecting it to be like a like a frightmare like no. with that number of... Uh, vendors i'm just picturing you going up to every table and buying a book except for one and that guy just watching you buy a book just from every table waiting for you to get to their table and you just go like i don't go do all my shopping at once i'll stagger it you know and then go so people won't get like that but people had some shit they had to have known nobody was going to have an interest in. You know, there was some writers. I don't know. Like, it was, there was one lady in the corner, and she had a big display. You know, this shit's self-published, so she's got money, you know, to, to waste her time or whatever writing these stories. Her, her was, husband does. Her husband does. And that's usually anybody that's artistic uh, that 
that's not struggling and has money to do shit like this, they have a rich, significant other. Uh, she had books that seemed like conservative war books, you know, like a like a conservative hero fighting terrorists or you know fucking people at the border or shit like that. No interest. There was this other lady that had a mystery books you know she had a, like a sherlock holmes type character and to accentuate that tom she was wearing a deer stalker cap do you know what a deer stalker cap is i mean i'm pretty sure i do i didn't know that was the name but uh do mates wear it while they hold up fucking little <laughs> they, they do this is the one that you see uh sherlock holmes wearing all the time i don't know that you use this for hunting or not it seems really impractical for hunting uh but yeah she was wearing that the whole fucking time uh and she did had she like have a, the jacket to go with it she did not have the jacket oh. she had a standee though of a guy that was dressed like sherlock holmes and looked like the whitest goofiest guy ever you know holding the <laughs> pipe and the magnifying glass you know uh did not buy any of her books tom <laughs> Uh, there was a few people, other people that I just would glance and try not to make eye contact with them. Uh, I'd say half because of them you're autistic or they're autistic. <laughs> they're autistic, but we'll get to that, man. <laughs> Boy, will we get to that? Uh, <laughs> no, there was one guy that was selling uh, older books, books that are out of print, and he had them at more than reasonable prices so i bought at least half the books i got this weekend were for him from him so it was i wasn't just supporting writers or whatever like everything i got i'll read eventually while i'm laying in the hospital you know for you know hopefully i can still stand lay down like this and be able to read while i'm you know on my deathbed or whatever uh, get to that. <laughs> but that was that i mean that was Texas Author Con. I'm glad I did it. You know, uh, they do it again. If it doesn't conflict with anything, I'll be there. Did you get any shark books? Maybe any shark encyclopedias? I did not. That was not no. the. I know there are books like that out there, but I've not purchased any of those. I do have the first Meg book, though, which I've not read. <laughs> that guy's written like 12 Meg books. It starts out pretty great, but that wasn't in the fucking first movie. Luckily, that scene's in the second movie. Unfortunately, they showed the shit in the fucking trailer. So what's the goddamn point of seeing the movie now if we already seen the best scene in the trailer? You know what I'm talking about or you haven't seen it? I haven't read it or seen the trailer. <clears throat> Not um, going to spoil it then. As soon Let's go as watch I saw the trailer. That that what's his name uh statum was in the meg i had no interest in watching it you know it's like oh it's fucking racist this is not gonna be a monster movie it's gonna be a, him i don't know doing a flip in front of a shark or something <laughs> the first one's okay it's worth a watch uh the second one looks like it's gonna be better like a lot more cornier on a bigger budget so i'm gonna go see it for sure but uh, we'll see. It's just, man, that uh, I didn't read the book. Joe, would you believe I audio booked it? 
I believe that. And that's okay <laughs> for shit like that. Those are popcorn books anyway. Whether you listen to them, read them, doesn't make a difference on that shit. Why would that be? Because it's just, you know, a, an adventure story, right? But you choose your own adventure story. Ah, turn to page 56 if you ate chocolate yes. for lunch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you died. It was poison. Yep. Restart the book, you fuck. <laughs> fuck. Never going to know how this ends now. I died. Oh, what page was I on before this? God damn it. I should have kept my thumb there. <laughs> Man, those suck. Hey, That's dude. all we had back in the day. We didn't have this newfangled internet. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, Friday, was it? I headed out to uh, your neck of the woods. Mesquite. That's an old Indian term for my cum. Mm. So the day before... Uh, just like, all right, we're leaving. We'll spend some time with Lori in the pool. Got my swim trunks on. Fucking put my phone in my pocket because I was going to get out there and put on some fucking uh, best of the worst or something for us to listen to. Then I got out there and Lori was playing some kind of fucking hooker music. So I was like, all right, I guess we won't need this. Put my towel down. Put my beard down. Got my shoes off popped my tank top off and got in the pool about five minutes later i was like hey didn't i have my phone on me yep did you know what happened joe your phone got phone doesn't wet. work anymore it hmm. did it got waterlogged at first i was like oh hey, crikey and i fucking pulled my phone no at first i had to unzip the pocket and then pull the phone out and i press the power button and it turned on i was just like oh hell yeah right on so i turned it off tossed it on the grass excuse me and then got out so i can put it somewhere else so i press that power button again it starts glitching all yellow and shit Ah, and then it doesn't turn on anymore. So I had to uh, wake up. As, I didn't know I was going to be up early, but I had to get to the old phone store at 10 o'clock when they opened. That's always fun. Thought I was going to spend somewhere around $750, with taxes. Luckily, the prices of phones went down. Still kind of ridiculous. Maybe not considering all the things that it can do. But, uh, yeah, I got out of there. Uh, I had to pay 100 bucks for fucking setup and activation fees, which is a goddamn scam. I've been with these motherfuckers like, ever since I first got a cell phone. I've just been kept upgrading and going through them and shit. And, ah, you can kiss my prick. Give me some money, you fat fuck. And since it's a third-party location, they wouldn't let me pay the phone off for 30 days. So now I got to go back in 30 days. What the joke's on them? I went to the doctor today. (laughs) (laughs) So I got out of there, went home, packed everything up. 
hit the old dusty trail. Forgot I had a new phone, Joe. And you know, uh, the map app, it's just, they like to fuck you. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Google Maps, it automatically gives you the fastest way, even if that involves tolls. So I forgot all about that shit. Drove on up there. I was like, God damn it, it's taking me a different way, and it's a toll way. I knew it was a different way, but I didn't realize it was the toll way, and I didn't switch it over until I fucking got to the freeway, and I had no idea where I was. <laughs> Luckily, I have an easy pass on my car, and I never use it, so I know I had money on there. Oh, yeah. So I'm driving, going. About hour, hour and a half into the trip, my oil light comes on. God damn it. Anybody knows anything about me, which they don't. Fuck you. That shit'll just eat away at me like, oh, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. I'm not going to make it there. My car's going to start smoking. I don't want to have to deal with it when I get there. So just looking around. All right. This looks like a. This looks like a major, not a major city, but a town with stuff. They have a Best Buy. Oh, look, an oil change place. Thank the Lords. <laughs> so I pull off there. There was only one guy ahead of me. And a hundred and some odd dollars later, I'm back on the road. God damn it, oil changes shouldn't be that much. I, uh, I used to change my oil all the time, but ever since I got this Explorer, I'm just like, oh, I'm not even fucking with it. My hands hurt more now, and I'm just like, God damn it, I'll just leave it up to somebody else. And call me a hundred fucking dollars. The last time I did my oil on my own, I fucked up some seal and uh, ended up costing me, I don't know how much, just to fucking replace that seal and... Never again. They can fucking do it. And they can break a seal and then tell me, oh, this seal was broken, sir. It looks like you're going to have to. No, whatever. Anyway, there's looks no like winning. you're going to have to. Yeah, there's no <laughs> winning. Yeah, but we'll get to that. Anyways, drove up to uh, my cum, Texas, and uh, set up at the Texas Hunters Con. Uh, checked into the hotel for, did I check into the hotel first? I can't remember. Yeah, I think I checked into the hotel first and then I uh, went and got my badge and shit. The lady up there was very nice. Wish I could remember her name, but I'm fucking terrible with that shit. Unless I met you a fucking few times or I actually see your name on the screen a few times. I'm fucking terrible with that shit. So sorry. I think your name is Tim or Jeff. I'm still not sure, but uh, I'll get it eventually. Mm -hmm. Set up at uh, Texas Hunters Con. Friday was just a setup day. So I did that. Walked around, looked at stuff, and <clears throat> some of these people think very highly of their goods not saying the quality was or the quality wasn't because you know it's in the eye of the beholder joe but uh 
from now on, when I go to conventions, I'm going to start charging the website prices. I was going to, well, I still am not saying I was going to, but uh, I was going to like jack up the website prices, but I looked at them yesterday. I was like, I mean, these are pretty fair. There's a couple that'll be raised, but I was like, these are kind of fair as it is. And I'd feel like a fucking dickhead raising the prices, even though there are other people out there that charge like double what I do or even the same price that I do for and people buy that shit so I don't know I don't like I don't want to fucking con people or fucking like pull money out of them like I have a weird thing about selling shit that I made anyways like I kind of feel guilty about taking people's money for this stuff seriously and uh you know, you feel a certain way about your stuff because you made it. So it's 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 just a weird thing. If you don't fucking like make your own shit and sell it, you probably don't know the feeling. It's just it's it's just really weird. Anyways, uh, so yeah, a couple prices will be going. Blah 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 blah. Who cares? Set up. Uh, Friday, nothing was really going on at the hotel. Just like a couple groups of friends. There was a table of some people doing some fucking gaming shit. Not my thing at all. I was just like, all right, I'll grab a couple beers, go outside and see what's up. See what these people are into. So I get a chair not a chair, I really, I think it was a uh, end table. It was it was like a big plastic brick or a big plastic brock, brock, block. I'm Chinese, I'm sorry. A big plastic block that was next to like a outside chair or whatever. So instead of sitting on the chair like a normal person, I decided to be Jeff Cool. What's your name? Jimmy Cool? Anyways, I decided to be a cool guy. And uh, sit on the end table. So I'm just sitting out, crack a beer, looking down at the pool, their little fucking vacuum robot going back and forth in the pool, cleaning the shit out, just staring off and to the distance of the sky, looking at the couple stars that are out there. And on one side of me is a group of broads. They're fucking yammering, gabbing about fucking seltzer and board games. <sighs> and then out of the right side of my ear, I hear a bunch of dildos talking. Hey, marijuana should be legal. I mean, I don't smoke it or whatever, but you know, you know, marijuana. Marijuana should be legal. Yeah, these are some good cigars, buddy, right? And cigar talk. Cigar, 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 cigar. Cigar, 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 cigar. Oh, so I've never drank two beers faster in my fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> and I just went upstairs. It was like, yeah, I guess it's time for me. Well, in between all this stuff or before I went down, I was like downloading new apps and signing into the new shit on my phone and doing all that bullshit. So I was just like, all right, nothing's fucking going on here. I'm going to down or not download, but uh, watch the movie I rented off of Amazon. Hey, fuckface, you got to sign up and pay for the Wi-Fi. 
hey, fuck you. Uh, this hotel is connected to the convention center, but it's also on like a property where they do the uh, Dallas area rodeo, I guess you were saying. Skeet rodeo. Yeah. So uh, they charge they the ridiculous prices. The discount was like, uh, I want to say the discounted rooms for the group rate were like 119 plus the tax and everything. Normally it's like 170 something. Fuck you. I'm not all about, oh, you keep everything clean and spotless and shit. But when you fucking, like, you walk in the lobby, it's nice and shit. But as soon as you walk to turn towards the fucking elevators and shit, it smells like a bunch of ethnics got together and started cooking dishes from their homeland. <laughs> so it's all these different smells from across the world fucking coming together to punch you in the nose. And then you just, like, notice stains and shit on the wall and just grimy shit all over. It's like, all right, it's fucking whatever. They're busy. I don't give a good goddamn. So I get up to the room and fucking I know eh, it is what it is. It's a normal hotel room. And then I look at like all the light switch covers and they're like peeling out from the wall like they're trying to rip away from the wall. The edges of these plastic covers are like curling out. Hmm. All of them, every single one, the ones in the room, the ones in the bathroom, and uh, like the sides of the doors where you go in to get into your room, like that's all ripped up with stains and shit. So I know normally the first thing I do when I get into there is take a piss. We've been on the road doing shit. You got to go take a piss. So I get in there. Shut the door. Don't know why. I was the only one in the fucking room. And there's like blue toothpaste smeared on the back of the bathroom door. I was like, oh, god damn. The beds were fucking whack. And like, it's fine. Nothing I complained about. It wasn't like, oh, this is this is just filth and shit. It's just like stuff you notice because you're paying for the shit. You know what I'm saying? But motherfuckers who go there and pay that 79 plus the taxes or any, I would have burned that motherfucker down for it for sure. I'm not one to complain, but if I was paying that much, 100%, I would have been like, what the fuck, son? This is all fucked up. <laughs> so I went to, I can't say I went to sleep. I might have got a combined one and a half, two hours. I can never sleep in a hotel room. Don't know what it is. Uh, just can't do it unless I'm fucking super drunk and just pass out for a couple hours. But yeah. that's about it. <laughs> Got up, uh, started Texas Haunter Conning, sold a mask like in the first 10 minutes. I was like, all right, this is going to be a good show. It was all right. <laughs> if my buddy Joe didn't come through, that sounds like a familiar name, Joe. Well, if my buddy Joe didn't come through and buy a, buy a nice piece, even though he got it for a friend's rate, I would have been like, this fucking show. I don't know what the fuck it is, man. Like every show I go to, some could be good, but the majority's just like, 
oh man, these are great. You got so much talent. You got, man, that was what I heard. Oh, you got so much talent. I appreciate that shit. I really do. This is going to sound like some dickhead shit, I know. But fuck off with that shit, please. It makes me want to fucking hang myself because <laughs> I'm just left with all these wonderful, talented pieces of art that I just have to take home and sell for like fucking 60% off on the internet. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing wrong, Joe, when all these people are saying, oh, this is great. There's nothing like this, man. You got fucking talent. These are, what am I doing wrong? God damn it. Fuck. So it was a weekend of that. I hit my, uh, what's it called? My very very small target that I was uh, aiming for. I went a bit above that, thankfully. But, uh, man, if I didn't get in the pool with my phone, <laughs> it would have helped a lot more. Because now all that money's gone, and then some, and mm, they're getting hit with the... This month's almost over with, Joe. Can you believe July's almost over with and it's time to pay bills again? It is. God damn it. So we did that. Uh, uh, my buddy Eric and Joe, they came out Saturday. Uh, we hung out and then went out to dinner afterwards. I got back to the hotel and uh, they had a party, Joe. These conventions, they like to have these parties where it's, oh, you come down and we're going to have a DJ and shit and you can drink. I've stepped into these parties before. I didn't even bother. That shit is fucking not for me. It's just a bunch of people listening to shitty DJ music drinking overpriced drinks and gotta yell over the music and shit to talk to people and i said ah, i'm gonna go fuck myself i'm gonna take this fucking help you sleep gummy that my buddy gave me and maybe it'll help me get some sleep and it did joe i think i got about three hours of sleep that night that's good man so yeah had my alarm set for eight Woke up a little before six, so that was nice. The show didn't start till 10. <laughs> so I went down to the Continental Breakfast and stole, like, I can't say stole because it's Continental. It was in there. I paid for it technically. So I took about nine muffins. Still got a few in the cabinet and shit. So then you showed up that day. Christian showed up that day with you. Talked with him for a little bit. Talked with you for a little bit. Did a little bit of drinking. Uh, then we fucked off. Packed up. First convention I've ever stayed till the very end at. And years 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 and years. And uh, then we went to your favorite. As Steve would say. Well, hold up 14. a second. Let okay. me. Uh, yeah, as Tom said, when I got. Uh, to the convention with Christian. It was this same convention, Texas Haunters Con. And I did this convention their first year. 
and uh, like any first year show, it had its uh, problems. I still did well, but uh, it was pretty small. It's grown quite a bit, and it seems like they are now really, uh, they've got more haunter people, I guess, that attend and vend. Spooks, I call them. Yeah, not all of them. But yes, yeah, some of them were there. And uh, so, like, I'm not familiar with a lot of this crowd. You know, I don't know, like, oh, some people are just, I don't know. I don't know if they're selling anything or just, they're just showing shit off. You know, uh, animatronics or whatever the fuck. Uh, some glow-in-the-dark shit or whatever the fuck. But uh, I did notice that there was some odd attendees, Tom. Like, very odd uh what do you mean like queer no i'm uh autistic maybe uh artistic yeah bordering on on uh mild retardation some of them uh i don't know there was they were just odd like there was a one girl say that was looking at your masks or looking at one mask or the clock Looking at your clock in particular, and she's just staring. She was down looking at, at my what? And in like a daze for like five minutes, and then looks up both at you and me, and is like kind of freaked out that we're looking at her, and just kind of scurries off. <laughs> uh, so there was just like behaviorisms, I guess, that were strange throughout the <laughs> throughout the clientele there, but. Uh, but it's all right. It's a it's a decent show, you know. I'd do it if it doesn't conflict with anything, or even if it does, I'll send somebody else to work it. I guess I don't know. I uh I did see one of the funniest fucking things I've seen in a while. Ah, at this show though. A couple of things, yes, yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the one for me it was I guess they had some fucking clown there twisting balloons or <laughs> some shit. So, uh, I'm seeing a baby in a stroller. <laughs> First of all, this was like a baby, like literally what one, maybe two, like a fucking baby for sure. First of all, I don't have kids. I don't plan on having kids. Hope I never do. Knock on wood. Horrible place. Don't want to bring kids into this world. Anyways, this kid had a balloon, which could only be described as penis-shaped. And this kid was just there (laughs) sucking on that fucking balloon. Holy shit, we laughed and laughed and laughed. And then the balloon popped and the fucking latex got stuck in the baby's throat. It turned blue died and then the fucking parents hung it on the wall and put a price tag of 140 dollars but we had stopped paying attention at that point because the mother guy walked up wearing a jersey you know those jerseys that has the player's name on the back and the name on the back of this one although it was spelled a little differently it couldn't be pronounced anything but semen <laughs> He was wearing semen literally on the back of his jersey. And we got a good laugh out of that. We did. 
And uh, fucking, hey, Joe, run up to this guy. Let's get a picture of you fucking pointing at his thing. And you get like right next to this guy and fucking hold your hand out like, eh? Eh? He doesn't even notice or turn around. He's just fucking looking at anime drawings. He was mesmerized by the anime <laughs> prints, computer generated anime prints that the guy uh, across from us was selling. <sighs> Good old semen. Yeah. Uh, another missed opportunity, I guess. Uh, one of the cool things about this uh, show is they gave vendors like a, a fucking giant billboard name tag. But in it were a couple of treats, like a VIP thing to the party that Tom talked about. And also a wooden nickel that could be used at the food trucks that were in front of the convention. Or you could just keep the nickel because it was so cool. But uh, now we used it. Uh, Tom sends me, hey, can you mind going to get me something to eat? Anything. It doesn't matter. So I get out there, and they have one vendor that's selling foot-long corn dogs. And I just started laughing my ass off. Oh, fuck. I got to get this for Tom so he can eat that there in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but then I remembered he was driving me home. Right, so I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's tacos there. I'll get Tom some tacos. He likes taco trucks. And that's what I did, Tom. Thank you. It's much appreciated. <laughs> and then you ate seafood off a truck, which I was I ate concerned gumbo. about. But... I could not resist the gumbo, and it was very good gumbo. You may, you, uh, when you bought it, you made like a little impersonation of the person who was uh, slinging it to you. Would you like oh. to do that here, Joe? I don't remember the impersonation. I made. <laughs> don't oh. do it. Don't okay. do it. <laughs> you were supposed to say, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't want to do that impression, honey child. Uh, but yeah, so then we left the convention and Tom... Uh, being a Chicagoan, mm. can't resist uh, being in this area and not going to Portellos or some shit that it's called. <laughs> As Steve would say, Portillos. Yeah. <laughs> because he lives in Texas, you see. <laughs> it would probably be awesome if it was Portillos and maybe I would, <laughs> would uh, go out there. But no, I mean... So, yeah, this is a place that Tom frequents. He loves the bread that they serve. And uh, this place has been open for, what, three, four months? Yeah, a few months. Yeah. There's still a line in the drive-thru, you know, a multi-lane line to get in. And like, hey, so what do they serve here? They serve hot dogs, burgers, chili fries i thought the Beef fries sandwiches special but they're just like those wedge fries that probably the crinkle know, cut crinkle cut from a fucking bag uh yellow cake or something <laughs> uranium <laughs> that's their claim to fame but uh it's all right you know their burger was all right their chili was actually pretty good but uh but yeah i wouldn't drive out of my way to go to this place. I didn't think it was that good that I could get fuck love. You know, I feel like having some portillos, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm there. Hey, Steve, you want to go to Portillos? 
Oh man, it was uh, you heard like you heard me say. Oh, can I get that with sweet peppers, please? Fucking, there was a place called there is a place called Rosati's, and they opened up one fucking over here. It moved and went further now, but uh, first time I went there, I asked for a beef sandwich with mozzarella and sweet peppers. And the fucking Mexican girl walking behind, working behind the counter. It's like, sweet peppers? What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like, bitch, you fucking work here. <laughs> she had to, it's, it's bell peppers. You just don't call them bell peppers because, you know, it's like well, a dick in Britain. Well, they're not sweet, you know. They're fucking peppery. Unless you get like bell peppers, yeah, bell peppers, green bell peppers. Yeah, bell peppers are sweet. They're not fucking peppery. No, they're not spicy, but they're not sweet. They're not all fucking you know, like candy and shit. Well, no one said they were like candy, Jeffrey. Well, candy's fucking sweet. A cake is sweet. Ice cream too sweet. Sweet. Not sugar-free ice cream. I don't know. I don't fuck around with shit like that. <laughs> it's for women. Something. <laughs> uh. So yeah, and then uh, we got back to your house and mm. did some drinking, watched some, drinking. some movies, and then uh, I got home, stopped, or I left in the morning, maybe around uh, seven thirty or so. Uh Head out, headed out to Biddy Mold Supply because that's in your neck of the woods on the way back. Picked up a few buckets of latex, and uh, I got I think it's about I don't know, hour and a half out, two hours out, maybe. I see, I was like, oh, this is the place I almost fucking crashed from falling asleep on the road, and there's the that porn shop? hotel. No, <laughs> no, not the adult video emporium. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's that fucking hotel that I fucking pulled in at like fucking nine o'clock in the morning. I was debating getting a room to sleep in for a few hours. All right, if I'm over here, I don't have to worry about being tired and falling asleep. And about 20 minutes later, Starts to hit me, Joe. Fuck! I was tricked again. <laughs> so I cranked up last in line and fucking holy diver back and back to back. And I'm here to talk about it today, Joe. Glad Dio saw you through. Uh, it's a boring drive. It's a really fucking boring. It's a straight shot, most of it, but goddamn, does it get monotonous and tedious and yeah. Yeah, I'm uh I'm happy that I don't have anything else planned going that way. I mean maybe I'll swing down and see you or come up and see you sometime, but as of now I don't have any fucking plans to take that drive again this fucking year. Yeah. So yeah, then I just slept the most of the day and didn't feel like doing anything. So that's why we're doing the show today. And then I had a doctor's appointment today. Both Lori and I did. 
And then, you know, everything went well. I talked to him about my wacky throat that, you know, still kind of hurts right now. It's like, oh, maybe it's a little congestion. Gargle, gargle some salt water at night or when you wake up. But other than that, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. I was like, all right, well, I got this little lump on my cock, too. What are we going to do about that? Is that? Can I feel you up through your pants? I was like, oh, it's so small that you wouldn't be able to feel it. It's more pronounced when I get all plumped up. So uh, he ordered an ultrasound on my wang because I guess <laughs> he thinks it's pregnant. <laughs> you ever have an ultrasound done, Joe? I have not had an ultrasound. I don't think. No. So what they do is they squirt the area with a warm jelly-like liquid and then they take this like ball wand thing and rub back and forth on the area. And I hope to God I have a lady that does this because if it's a guy, you know, you're getting all lubed up and Moving back and forth, I may have to shoot myself in the head when I get an erection, you see, because I couldn't live with being gay. So, after he said, yeah, call this number, set up an appointment, and I said, all right. So, I get home, call the number, the lady picks up, ah, imaging, scheduling, I have your information. Sure, here it is. She gets looked up to information. She was like, Oh, oh, I don't know if we do that here. Hold on, please. <laughs> so I'm on hold for about five minutes or so. She's like, oh, I wasn't able to get a hold of the people. I'll have to I'll have to give you give you a call back tomorrow because it's towards the end of the day. That's what I like doing, you know, just thinking about all this stuff. And the whole time I'm in there. Oh, yeah, you're young. You look good. You look good. Yeah, everything will it'll be good. And then I bring that up. And he's just like, genital cancer is a young man's game. I was like, fuck, he kept calling me young the whole time. God <laughs> damn it. So we'll see. Here's the uh, first episode of the Penis Cancer Chronicles. Uh. See how We'll see how that goes. Ah, worry about getting my cock chopped off and <laughs> becoming transgender, Joe. <laughs> but at least it's accepted now. Maybe all this is happening and coming to the forefront just because the world does, in fact, revolve around me. <laughs> so we'll see. I think it's uh, if it is something, it's small enough that they'd be able to clip it off, and maybe I won't be able to get a boner anymore. Maybe we'll find out. <laughs> I'm married. I barely use it anymore. So what the fuck does it matter? <laughs> so yeah, everybody, when uh, when you whack off, whack off with a firm hand, so you can you can feel yourself up and notice any mm -hmm. any differences. So tune in maybe next week when I have half a head from a failed suicide attempt when a guy whacked me off in the fucking ultrasound office or whatever the fuck this is going to be. Oh, but enough of this, Joe. I know you're living, right? 
Am I? Where are we? Are at? you living white? Living right? You got living you got white. wing. <laughs> well, I mean you're doing that, but are you are you living right with the with the woodland creatures? And... So when uh Tom and I are on our way to uh Portillo's, uh, Tom threw on an album uh, by one of his newfound favorite performers, one of my longtime favorite performers, but uh, also, you know, aside from being a renowned actor and director, he also cut an album. And uh, what did we decide the genre on this was, Tom? Like a mixture of cracker R&B, more B mixed with folk music. Yeah. It was like a weird amalgam. Like it was the dark claw of music. <laughs> so this is Wings Hauser that we're talking about, but he goes by his uh, musical performing name is Wings Living Right. And it's spelled with a Y for the right part. Uh, yeah. And I didn't, you know, I saw those consonants and fucking random vowels, Jim. I didn't know how to pronounce it. I read all the time, and this don't make no sense. Yeah, what is this? And we'll get to that a little later, too. Uh, so, yeah, that's somewhere along the line. Oh, it's living right. I, okay, that's clever. No, it's not. It's fucking stupid. Uh, and so is his album. <laughs> <laughs> He's singing like this. Don't like he talks. Yeah, he dude talks nothing the way he sings. The way he's trying to sing is almost offensive if it didn't sound so fucking white. (laughs) So not all his songs does he use that voice. There's some other, uh, as Tom said, folksy song where he just kind of like there's a song where he sings about his daddy and going fishing, you know. (laughs) (laughs) The song ends magically probably the best ending of a song i've ever heard do you remember that joe Daddy! <laughs> sounds like he just found out his dad wasn't gonna molest him anymore and he is really bummed about it <laughs> uh definitely a strange album i said i was gonna buy it uh yesterday so it's like i gotta have this just for the novelty of it looked it up on discogs there's people with it that have it at more than reasonable prices so i'm still gonna order a copy i just had to pay more bills than i thought the past two days but not bills i just bought supplies so that's just part of the game so i wait until i don't have a big spending day and then i'll order i'll order this album well, I also looked this up, Joe, in a place you didn't because you're banned from eBay. I am. Well, I can still buy. They just won't let me sell the fucks. Right on. Well, I found it for twelve ninety nine ship. Oh, and okay. I think I that for... was a few dollars less than. No, I found a copy because I looked more. I found one for eight ninety nine, but I got to sh- double check the shipping, to make sure. But right I'll check on. that out too. Cool. I think I'm going to pull the trigger even though I don't have a fucking record player. It's good to have in case he does a convention. That would be a great thing to get signed. You know? It's good to have that I'll be able to 
hold on to it in my casket. Yes. He wanted to be buried with this Wings album. Wings living right. <laughs> Something he didn't do. Mm-mm. He tried <laughs> to at buried. the very end. But <laughs> it was too late. And then when I was at the doctor, they also said like, oh yeah, this area has the most lung cancer in all of Texas <laughs> because of the fucking, uh, what's it called? All the chemical plants the, and shit. Yeah, the, the plants, yeah. Right there in fucking Galveston and Pasadena. The Houston there, or the Gulf Coast? Yeah, Gulf Coast. Gone? Yeah. So yeah, they say he was saying shit like, uh, oh yeah, they tell all the executives to not to live in the area and go live in this area. Don't say anything to the workers. Yeah. They tell all the executives to get the fuck out of Dodge. So <laughs> fucking life, man. I don't know. It's a series of bullshit with a couple moments in there, and that's what it is. <sighs> There's nothing after this. What a what a cruel, cruel joke this thing called life is. And I'm fairly certain there isn't. Uh, but yeah, I mean, before coming up to the show, you watched a couple of movies, right? I did. I did, Joe. The first one I watched starred and it was directed by Wings Living Right. Hmm called living to die the singer yes 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 the uh bluesy folk singer that is with that stupid fucking hat anyways this one's about a uh ex-cop who's hired by his buddy because he's a private detective now and uh his buddy's being blackmailed by this guy because the night before uh, his buddy picks up this hooker and uh, brings her brings her to a hotel room. He's like, hey, baby, how about you strip for me and walk slow? And just when they're ready to fuck, she's just like, hold on now. She didn't talk like that. It wasn't fucking Aunt Jemima. He was trying to fuck. <laughs> Anyways, this broad's just like, hold up. I got to do some fucking blow first. So she, I don't know how much blow is what and what. It just looked like a ridiculous pile. Maybe, oh, I don't know, 20 sugar packets or so just poured out on the table. Mm-hmm. She fucking takes, I can't even say she takes a line. She just like sticks the tube into the pile, snorts a bunch up, and then starts doing doing the demon dance and (laughs) and then just goes and falls over dead i thought skylar was gonna run out here real quick (laughs) we're doing the demon dance (laughs) so this bitch dies sorry yes and not a minute later you hear a bang on the door hey hey hooker name are you in there? I know you're in there. And the guy's like, Mios Dios. And he fucking bolts out the fucking bathroom window into his limousine and fucks off. Then the next scene, we see uh, that dude. He's like, he's some mobbed up connected guy. 
or some shit. They don't really get into it, but uh, you can just tell by the way things are going and all this. He's a shady businessman. Let's say that, but he makes a lot of money. So this dude comes into his office. Yeah, I know what's going on. I know what happened to that girl. She was my girlfriend. But it's okay. I took care of everything. Cleaned up the mess. You don't have to worry about shit. If you pay me. Yep. So uh, they do all that. He's just like, I'll be in touch, baby boy. Ain't over. Mm-hmm. Payment. So the yeah can't pay it all at once. You got to come back in thirty days. Mm, fucking pricks. <laughs> so uh, the businessman calls up Wings Hauser, lets him know the deal. He's just like, "Hey, let me take care of this." So uh, he goes. He talks to the guy. He's just like, "Listen here, fuck face. We'll give you this amount, you piece of shit." And since he's desperate, he's just like, oh, all right, fine. And then pop, 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 that guy gets shot the fuck up. And Wings is like, oh, what? So he looks, tries to chase down the car. So now Wings Hauser is trying to find out who the fuck shot this guy and why. Turns out, Joe, that fucking bitch wasn't dead. Mm. It was all a fucking scam because she's actually married. And the guy who was her boyfriend had mm, lewd pictures of her. As the prostitutes of the internet say these days, there was spicy photography. So, uh, of course, Wings Hauser falls in love with her. Doesn't tell his buddy, the mobster guy that he's working for, that she's actually alive. And mm, it's a real sticky situation from there, Joe. This movie was fucking great. Every fucking movie that Wings Hauser directed is fucking, I don't want to say misogynistically <laughs> awesome. Kind of what they were. It was a different fucking time. Yeah. So they're wild as shit. Uh, it was made by a, the same company that made Cold Fire, which I fucking rave about every time we bring up Wings Housers, how awesome Cold Fire is. And they don't talk like that anymore. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> then it turns out they were the same company that made the uh, JCVD movie that I fucking loved called uh, Inferno or Desert Heat. I think it was like switch titles and shit. But yeah, Living to Die, shit's fucking great. Highly recommend watching this shit, Joe. Shit's awesome. Vinegar Syndrome, get off your fucking balls and put this and fucking Cold Fire on fucking 84K Blu-ray, please. I will pay the 50 bucks or whatever fucking silly shit you're charging for it. It's fucking great. Fuck. I'm going to go watch it again after this. Talk about it again next week. Shit. <laughs> Did you watch anything? Uh, yeah, I did. We watched the film while you were here, Tom. Uh, 
recent film, not 2023, so it can't uh, go on any lists, but a 2022 film called Exorcist's Vengeance? Exorcist, what the fuck was it called? I don't even remember its name now. And I just wrote a little mm. thing about it on Facebook. Exorcist Vengeance. And I okay. should have grabbed that mask, but I didn't think about it. Yeah, so I did uh, have that right then. Uh, this is a, and the reason that I watched it or decided to put it on for us to watch was this is a bronzy vehicle. And we've talked about bronzy before. And uh, I think Tom's seen more of his films than I have. And they're, you know, he, it's a gimmick because this guy looked like Charles Bronson at one time. So they cast him in like a Western. They cast him in like a revenge flick, a prison flick. There uh, was a couple actual Bronson type mm-hmm. movies that he yeah. was cast in. Then yep. he just started being cast in just fucking anything. Right. Uh, one of the original ones was Cry Havoc. Uh, one that we gave a somewhat favorable review for. And then the director told us to go fuck themselves because there's no way we could be telling the truth. <laughs> well, he said his marketing people and the producers thought it sounded like our review was paid off. Oh. And it was just, it was like, they were saying, yeah, this is this is funny shit. It's fucking bullshit. But if you want to see a movie where Charles Bronson fights Jason, this is right. the silly bullshit for you. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, it's, you'll be entertained. Badass, you know, like we pointed out the bad shit for sure, but that was just weird. Yeah, the whole movie. You know. Like, this is a fucking, you know, well-listened-to podcast. Well, it was better listened to then. I don't know. Some weird shit. But, uh, yeah, so in this one, he's uh, he's an exorcist. And he's, uh, you know, wearing the priest garb all the time. And he seems to have an issue with his, uh, with his priest's collar. I'll call it that. You know, uh, I believe it's called a pip. I could be wrong. And there's a technical name for it, too that I don't remember. But anyway, he's constantly like adjusting it, moving it every goddamn scene. He, you know, reaches up for it. But the thing is, he's not just any exorcist. He's an exorcist that with a vengeance. <laughs> I guess. He carries a gun and if he can't exorcise the demon from you, he'll shoot you. You know? That's his solution. Uh, he's gotten in a bit of trouble with the law because of it, but he's the best exorcist the Vatican has. So they bail him out and it's like, Hey, there's this other family here that they got a problem might be a demon. So they send him over there and, uh, this is not trying to be a silly fucking movie. You know, they're trying to play this for real, uh, for real scares, for some real drama. Yeah, it was labeled as a drama on Tubi, not like a horror drama or a suspense. Yeah. It was labeled just as a straight-up drama. And not only can this guy not act well, but he can't speak English. (laughs) Well, I mean, this is the best English he's ever spoken in a movie, if we're being fair. (laughs) In the past, in several of the movies we've watched, they just dubbed English on him. You know, he just kind of moved in his mouth and they just fucking had somebody dub in the dialogue. This time, it's all him. It's all him and it sounds like shit when you can hear it. Uh, 
not a not a foreign language film, but you may want to put on the subtitles anyway so you can understand what the fuck he's saying. Because the audio levels are just all over the fucking place for everything. Like it's layered fucking weird. A, like a watering, like a watering can or whatever the fuck they call it in Britain. Yeah. That's like ten times louder than anybody speaking in the scene. The fucking the audio levels are just fucking Yeah. And the story, it's like the demons hopping from person to person in the family. People are being killed. And then there's a twist at the end with the youngest daughter who was like killing the family because she always wanted to feel like she was part of the family. Something weird that was stupid as fuck. And by then we didn't really care anyway. So skip this one for sure. Uh, which you probably already were going to. You, you just got to be complete pricks like us to want to watch stupid shit like this. Uh or watch it, whatever the fuck you want to do, you know. Yeah, it's uh it's a lazy fucking movie. Like uh I forget the dude's name who fucking directed this, but he directs it's another one of these dudes who directs like fucking a lot of movies a week and these are not a week but a year, and they used to pop up, maybe they still do at Walmart all the fucking time. But they're just lazy, quick, garbage fucking movies. This one was actually the best production of one of his movies I've seen. But you hearing that, it's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. And what the fuck was this other shit? Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, nah, it's not even like worth a goof to see. Oh, this guy looks like Charles Bronson in this exorcist. Hey, he doesn't. He just kind of looks like an alcoholic foreigner these days. <laughs> so uh, I think the time to put him in the uh tr- like you should have just made a fucking shot back to back to back to back death wish death wish ripoffs and brushed your hands and called it a day and he could have went back to Mongolia or wherever yeah, the fuck he's to, from and back to Latveria with you or wherever the fuck yeah it was just <clears throat> excuse me nothing nothing really happened in here mm-hmm. just watch an actual Bronson movie agreed it's for jacking off you know you mean checking yourself for cancerous, uh, whatever growths? Nodules, it said on the paperwork. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, Black Cobra Two, Joe. Have you heard of it? You said the at least the poster's fucking awesome last week. I have heard of it. Yes. Fred Williamson's back is uh something Malone, Chicago cop. Even though in the last one, I don't think they mentioned him being a Chicago cop. But don't worry about that. <laughs> First uh, 10 minutes or so, it's uh, Fred Williamson in a Cubs jacket staking out a fucking drug deal or some shit. It's some guy in a parking garage pretending he's blind. And then some dickhead on a crotch rocket pulls up and they're making a transaction. And he pops out and says, freeze, motherfucker. 
the fucking uh, blind guy, I think it's arrested or shot up or some shit. Fred Williamson chases the fucking motorcycle guy. The motorcycle guy gets a fucking lady, puts a gun to her head, and he's wearing a motorcycle helmet the whole fucking time. Well, he's running around and everything. <laughs> so he gets a lady, does this thing, let me go, and she won't get hurt, just let me go. Fred Williamson says some shit and fucking shoots him in the head, and then that fucking glass on the helmet just explodes, and all this fucking blood flies out. <laughs> and then the next scene is him in the police station, and the fucking commissioner, the whoever the big police guy is, and fucking god damn, this police officer's fucking current from race war. Just going like this, motherfucker! God damn it! I was laughing my fucking ass off. And as a punishment, he sends old Fred to the Philippines to learn the way of Filipino policemen because they're having like a... Uh, foreign exchange program or whatever you don't see the fucking chinese guy they send to fucking chicago or whatever but uh when he gets to uh the philippines he's talking to some screwy looking fuck there ends up getting pickpocketed by him and then the cop picks him up at the airport and it's a white guy he's not filipino at all so this is another ebony and ivory cop movie set in the philippines it's better than the first one uh more gunplay in this one a lot of death from above where it's either like fred or a bad guy sneaking on him and then they ah, jump down on him and shit like that it's better than the first one but still not the best i'd say if you're a fucking williamson fan check it out otherwise there's not really a lot here. Like uh, the funniest thing in it is uh, this white kid. It's the cop's kid. He's like a little blonde haired fucking little white kid. And he's dubbed over like Kenny from Gamera. I thought that shit was pretty fucking funny because totally unnecessary. I'm sure this fucking little white kid speaks English. The <laughs> other motherfuckers do. Why would you dub him over like this? <laughs> fucking crazy, but. Yeah, it was all right, but I'm a mark for that shit, so really wouldn't still recommend it, though. Sorry, Hammer. Huh. Fucking prick. <laughs> you watch anything else? Try and watch anything? I tried, uh, Tom, but uh, fell out a little early. Uh, let me give you what I remember about Sworn to Justice. The Cynthia Rothrock vehicle and you guys know i've talked about cynthia rothbrock uh in the recent past talking about the tiger claws one and two was she in three i don't think she was in three but anyway in this one she is some kind of a psychologist you know and comes home one night and finds her sister has been murdered and probably well, raped probably but the the rapists slash murderers are still in the house, Tom. And uh, they don't want to fuck with Cynthia Rothrock when she's wearing heels. You know, she'll kick you in the fucking, you know, shins and, you know, fuck you up. Even after you hit her in the solar plexus with a bat, she's just going to fucking kick your ass, you know. And she Probably does kick that. kick you right in the dick. 
rip that mm-hmm. tumor right out of there. But these guys uh, finally think, hey, this girl's kicking her ass. Why don't we just shoot her and pull out a gun? And she's like, oh, fuck, I can't kung fu a gun. Let me just run <laughs> on the balcony here and just jump off. And Jump uh, right through a window that's not broken or anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then jumps off the balcony in a cool-looking stunt, whichever, if it was a man or a woman that did this, they made it look like, hey, I'm actually falling because their legs and arms are kicking. But then we close up to Cynthia again, and uh, her head hits one limb of a tree then hits another in a funny-looking uh, barrage there. And then uh, she falls down in the ground and uh, is holding some amulet or something. Starts to have black-and-white visions, but then passes out. The blows to her head gives her psychic powers. Yeah. So when she comes to, she starts to have more visions. Yeah, all that fucking tree knocking around gave her some psychic power. She can touch objects and get mm. glimpses of them. So this is going to help her find her sister's killers. Uh she goes back to work because she just needs to get back to work, you know, tired of sitting around the house or whatever. We're introduced to some hunk that just got hired there, and she's going to get emotionally involved with him, Tom. They're going to do karate on each other. That's <laughs> the mating dance. Yes, they do a mating <laughs> And uh, she, uh, I don't know, she, she's like, well, I'm not dressed for this. And he's like, well, take off your clothes. And she does. So she does her training sequence in like a silk uh, negligee. Is that what you would call that? Uh, that sounds kind of racist. I wouldn't call it that. Yeah, so maybe not that. But uh, Cynthia Rothrock's stri- one of these people that's like oddly attractive, you know? <laughs> if you want a fucking ant. <laughs> <laughs> There's something not quite right looking about her, but she still comes <laughs> off as sexy somehow. Weird shit. Uh, she doesn't do a whole lot of nude scenes, but she's got some side boob going here. So check it out for that or nothing. No, I mean, there's a bunch of guest stars in this movie. Uh, fucking uh, Chekhov from Star Trek is doing yet another shitty, ridiculous accent because he's like some psychologist that's telling her, no, you're psychic now. <laughs> um, we're introduced to the baddie in this movie and it's a guy named Eugene and uh, we've shown how bad he is because he goes to take over this guy's chop shop and uh, that guy is like I'm not having this shit and he's going to fight back but Eugene knows fucking karate too <laughs> through a window type thing and then pulls off one of his uh, fingernails to show how tough he is and you don't fuck with Eugene. But there is one cop that will fuck up fuck up Eugene and you don't fuck with them with this cop. The cop goes to Eugene's club and just beats up Eugene like a bitch in front of his whole gang, Tom. And then well, not in front of him. He goes behind a dumpster. And oh, behind a dumpster. That's right. Yeah, because I thought he was Like, you know where people him. go to get blown. Right. I thought... <laughs> Well, that's going to put him out of the whole crime business, you know. But he doesn't do that. He just beats him up. And then uh, we go to courtroom scene with uh, Brad Dourif is in there. Not really in a speaking role. He's just kind of like this the whole time, you know. And uh, he's on trial for murdering a cop. 
but uh, Cynthia Rothrock uses her new powers and said, oh no, he was flashing back to when his dad would abuse him. And he thought, it doesn't matter, you still killed somebody, you're still going to jail. It was a cop, I'm surprised you're not dead already. And that's pretty much as far as I remember. So, uh, in between this, old Rothrock goes on like a vigilante karate spree. That's right. She uh, goes to a convenience store and something's going on in the back room there. And she has a fucking uh, pretty funny fight scene. Latin like, music comes on. Yeah. Like <laughs> fucking music you'd hear at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. And then like there's a cup like the sound effects are weird. At one point they legit use like an elephant. <laughs> even though that sounded more like a horse than an elephant but you get the idea they legit use that fucking scene and there's like fucking pantsing in the scene and duct taping people's arms together while flipping around and shit one guy I mean, it's worth goes up on his head twice he does this maneuver uh yeah it's a silly fight scene but it's all right it's it's pretty cool and i knew tom I, like this was going to sell him on the movie because it ends with a fart joke. <laughs> it does. <laughs> the guy who gets pantsed has his ass thrown on another guy's head on the ground and they're all duct taped together and he farts right up his fucking nose. <laughs> Ooh, one of those like you'd see in a fucking screwball comedy or some shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was definitely the best fight scene. There's a couple other ones in shit. Uh, Cynthia Rothrock fights uh, the mini boss or whatever the boss before the boss, and it's LA Wars Vince Murdaco. Flash forward, he gets blown the fuck up. Flash forward a little more. They took his body out of the wreckage and they're setting it up as a prop. It's just a fucking guy in a shitty burned up makeup and a stupid fucking wig just sitting there. You see the face move sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. It's no undefeatable, but it's worth a fucking watch for sure, just because there's some ridiculously dumb shit in here. If you want to whack off to somebody's aunt, maybe this movie's the one for you. But yeah, it was all right. I had a few good laughs. I don't know if I'd ever watch it again, but... Well, I'll go back for sure. I'll go back. (laughs) Or hey, just wait and get it for half price at Vinegar Syndrome. Uh, I think I'm good with... (laughs) I was watching it on Prime. That was good enough. And it's on Tubi as well, if you like commercials. Yeah. So, yeah, it was all right. Still undefeatable. I like that one a little bit more. Or I should say a lot a bit more, Joe. Let's see if I got anything else on here, because I'm sure you don't, right? I don't. Hey, Mike, let me ask you a question there, yeah? You like comic books, do you? Yeah? Been known to read a comic book now and then, good Tom.
You like mates, bloke? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so, Joe, episode five, season seven of Tales from the Crypt. Horror in the night. <laughs> so, was this one the, uh, the Crypt Keeper's intro? He's in like a spaceship or something and an astronaut's thing? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Which usually they have something to do with the episode, these little <laughs> setups, right? So I thought, oh shit. Nah. <laughs> wow, they, they must have used like weird science fiction this time instead of two fisted tales or vault of horror or whatever. Now this was did... a vault of horror. Yeah, it was a vault of horror, which wasn't really a horror magazine, right? It was more like wacky crimes. Wacky crimes and revenge shit. Uh, yeah, tell them about this piece of shit, Tom. <laughs> I don't wanna. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, a couple blokes are sitting outside a uh, underpass on the other side of the street. Is a jewelry store. They say, "All right, old man's leaving. We're gonna go in the end." We're going to take the jewels now. All right, break. So they go out there, steal the diamonds, and one of the blokes says to the other bloke, oh, remember all that shit you were saying about how we should just take the diamonds and run? Yeah? Well, fucker, I'm going to do it. Yeah? So he shoots the fucking guy. Dude goes down. Oi, mate, you didn't fucking get me, yeah? Now I'm going to shoot you and take the briefcase full of diamonds, yeah? Now I'm going to get away. So the guy who got shot originally shoots the guy who shot him. Doesn't fucking shoot him twice to make sure he's fucking dead. And then he drives away. His car breaks down and he goes to this broken down hotel. It seems like it would be the British equivalent of the hotel in Maniac. So he goes to this, he goes to the fucking Mesquite Hampton Inn. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, Oi, mate, need me a room, yeah? But I don't want anybody to know I'm here, yeah? Here's another Rupal. Gonna be discreet about this, yeah? We are known for our discretions, uh, He's all right. So he goes up to his room, uh, looks at the diamonds like, yeah, oh, I forgot I was shot. (laughs) Kind of pokes at it a little bit and then uh, falls asleep. He wakes up or some shit. I can't remember. Ends up, dude ends up going fucking uh, down to the lobby to fucking look for something. The fucking desk clerk or whatever the fuck they call him he ain't there but some broad is and then he passes out and then he wakes up in his room and the broads after the second wake up i'm like oh it's gonna be one of these where he's continuously waking up and shit's gonna get weirder and weirder until he fucking realizes oh that he's dead or whatever dying whatever but yeah sorry go ahead 
It turns out it wasn't that, Joe, and I thought the same thing. Uh, he's seeing all these visions. The girl gets these wings. The fucking room's raining blood. You go out into the hall. All the rooms are the same number. The bell clerk is fucking having the uh, laundry bins, and it's full of bloody laundry and all that kind of stuff. And the girl. And then the last. Him. Yes, hard, and then turned into a succubus. Breaks his dick off, and like little wires are falling, flailing between his legs, and he's covered in like yellow pus or something. And fucking phantasm blood. Yeah. So uh, the final time he wakes up, the broad saying some shit to him like, "Oh, crummy walkers and jabberwocks, you know you fucking killed me before, you little bastard. Now I'm gonna get you and shit, yeah." And then the fucking door swings open, and the guy at the beginning that he should have shot again comes back and shoots him to death. And it turns out, a few years ago, both those guys were there, and they killed that lady and raped, and the, raped. And raped her and the desk clerk, too. And she called these guys from beyond the grave to say that he was hiding out there. And the hotels really condemned and boarded up. Woo! Find out after the break if this was fact or fiction beyond belief returns. I'm Don LaFonte. Yeah, you've seen this shit a million fucking times before. It was nothing fucking new. It just wasn't what you thought it was going to be. Still, both those scenarios have been done numerous fucking times before. Much better. uh, Yeah, just like the monkey's paw. Yeah. It was done much better in America. (laughs) It did, Joe. It really fucking did. So, uh, the so next is it one for five or is that what we're doing? It? Yeah, I think we're at one for five. Yeah. Mm. So escape. I think we're going to be at a uh, fucking one for six there, Joe. What's the next one called? What's the title on it? Cold War. Cold War. We'll explain that name at the end. This one opens up with the Crypt Keeper doing like he's a marriage counselor or couples counselor or whatever. So he has jokes about that. We go into the episode, and it's holy shit, Ewan McGregor. Damn, Obi-Wan. Yeah, you know, major star, but not at this time. At this point in his career, he was doing Tales from the Crypt, season seven, (laughs) seven. (laughs) episode six. And uh, he's a cool guy that doesn't like anybody to touch his face and doesn't want his face fucked with at all. That, uh, He's out to do some crime. Can I stop you there quick? Yeah. He's not a cool guy. He's not. But in England, I'm guessing he would be a cool bloke. They'd, they'd probably call him a cigarette over here. Yeah. But over there, <laughs> they would call him a torch. Uh, <laughs> so he, uh, they're going to Why rob not? a bank. 
him and his girlfriend, some skinny blonde, and just some older gentleman, middle-aged guy, you know, just hanging with him, rolling with him. And uh, they get to the bank, and the bank's been shut down and turned into a, uh, what are they called? Laundromat. Yeah, but they have a different name for it, right? A washateria or something? I don't know. I mean, we call it that here, too. But... He's like, well, oh, fuck it, you know, I still want to rob something. So he goes into a convenience store, you know, and he's going to rob the place. But, oh, shit, the Yakuza has beaten him to it. You know, they're already robbing it. And, uh, oh, shit, man, his girlfriend comes in with a shotgun and the other guy comes in. Everybody starts shooting each other. The other guy gets shot. They shoot. Not the before other. she calls the guy Kato. And yeah, then he talks in a silly Kato. accent. He calls her a bitch, you know. Uh, and Ewan McGregor gets shot in the leg. They get out of there. He's trying to help him. The third up. guy does not, though. Right, yeah, yeah, he got shot. They go back to their place, you know, and she's trying to help him get the bullet out, but she's, like, digging around in the wrong leg. He's kind of pissed at her. He's kind of shitty with her and kicks her out, you know, and she's like, well, well fuck shoots at her first and just grazes her. her, grazes her on the arm. That's right. And she says, that's it. I had it with you. I had it with you. And there was a we cut to a guy in a bar. Guys, <laughs> we cut to a stereotype at a bar stereotype <laughs> at a bar that he's, you know, hey, where are the white women at? No. How did he say it? Where the white women at? And uh, just fucking wing, wings left, right, and left. What the fuck? The wings living right and up. <laughs> so the blonde girlfriend, she's like, "Hey, the white women are right here." So they dance for about five minutes to eat up time on this episode. What dance did they do? They were doing some. I don't know. You know, they wasn't the demon dance. That's for sure. But uh, but this there's dancing to a tom jones song and i'm like hey they spent some money on tom jones all right whatever she takes him back to ewan mcgregor's place fucks him ewan mcgregor comes home hey what's this you're here with one of them oh <laughs> shit you know and uh they argue some and then ewan mcgregor shoots him hey you know they're going to make up. They're like, oh, well, shit, you know, you didn't have to shoot him. Yeah, I did. You know, they're talking to each other. And then that guy pops back up. Um, turns out he's a vampire. He's he, a blackula. Yeah. He's a blackula. And, uh, well, as he's fighting them, they're saying, well, we're zombies, you know. So it's zombies versus Dracula's here. Cold War. Cold War. And they're fighting with him. And she calls him Count Chocula at one point. <laughs> I, I laughed. I thought that was funny as shit. And they all fall out the window. He gets impaled, so he doesn't survive, but they do. And now Ewan McGregor's face is all fucked up from the fall. And uh but they're gonna try to work it out, Tom. Terrible makeup. That makeup was maybe if you're not like trained to know what shit is, but oof, that was a bad makeup. Like that the was. line on the nose and shit. Was, oh, but even worse than that were like her ribs that were sticking out here. You know, 
uh, collarbone and all yeah. that did not look good. But I thought this episode was all right because it made me laugh more than a few <laughs> times. You know, uh, not good. I don't ever want to watch it again. But it had some laughs. But comparatively, yeah, <laughs> it was a uh, they. They, it was clever because they were trying to make a lot of the laughs racist. You know, like, hey, you're laughing at something racist here, but it turns out that's not what we were talking about. You're the fucking racist for thinking that. <laughs> and they're right. I felt fucking bad. You know? <laughs> yeah, this they, it tried to have like some weird allegory for racism, mm-hmm. but it, it just didn't work. Especially when they got the motherfuckers talking like this and shit. Where the where come? Hey, baby, come here. Where the where the girls at? Come on now. You know what I'm looking for. I'm looking for them girls. Where they at? Where where is they? You want some barber sauce? Or... Uh, it had a couple laughs in there when he popped up as a vampire. I was like, oh, Henry. And then when they said he's a fucking, oh, we're zombies. Oh, Henry. And then they show that stupid fucking makeup. Ah, like, there's some funny parts, but this is just fucking stupid. Just because it's just one of those ones like, oh, you weren't expecting this to be set in a world of monsters. If we told you it was set in a world of monsters, then this episode would be nothing. So this is some fucking M. Night Shyamalan shit with a little <laughs> more humor to it. I don't know. I can't give it to him and say, all right, we're two and six, but uh, not, not fuck. I mean, if you just want to groan at something, I guess. But those fucking bottom feeder zombies, I tell you what. <sighs> Fuck. Hey, Joe. Yeah. I mean, oh shit, I mean, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell us all about this new Spider Man villain, Willow? Well, Tom, before we get to that, in Spectacular Spider-Man's number four, there's a uh, a guy on the run, and there's like a big bird silhouette chasing him. The lady? And it's the vulture, Tom. Turns out this guy tried to shake down people in the neighborhood, and one of those people was the vulture. So the vulture picks him up, throws him in the fucking river, Fuck you. Don't fuck with me. I'm the vulture. And I've been working on my costume. Because I'm even stronger now. And I'm going to kick Spider-Man's ass. Uh, Cut to Peter Parker. He goes to class in this fucking episode. It's like, how long has it been since he's been to class? It's been a while. Uh, He graduated. Now, this part, I don't remember if it was in Spectacular. I think it was in Spectacular. Amazing. They're starting to get muddled up for me. But, uh... Peter's he's walking down the uh, sidewalk. He says, hey, there's that restaurant we saw Shashan at. I wonder if she's there. And uh, knocks on the door. Some guy's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Is that and how you read it? And he's like, I'm looking for Shashan. No, Shashan here. It's the wrong place. So Peter leaves, you know, doesn't follow up. But they show Shashan in the sidewalk crying in Vietnamese. And uh, <laughs> 
a bunch of stupid fucking symbols falling from her eyes. <laughs> Back to that. Anyway, that guy, that henchman that, uh, that, that fucked up with the vulture, he goes back to his boss, and it's uh, some guy that came out in Captain America when Captain America was in Harlem, teamed up with the Falcon. So this is a, a black, black Falcon, a black mobster that's moving up from Harlem and trying to take other you know places because that kingpin ain't there anymore. You know, I think his name's Black Caesar. Maybe. Black Caesar, he says, well, you fucked up, but let's go talk to this vulture. And uh, maybe we can... Let me do that again. I think his name's Tommy Gibbs. Tommy Gibbs says, let's hire the vulture. Let's like work together, and then we can betray him later. So they go and talk to the vulture. Vulture says, hey, fuck you, dude. Carries him up and hangs him on a flagpole. You know, so made him a laughing stock. He says, don't worry, I got a plan to get back at this guy. Vulture, he sets his plan in motion, and uh, he's just going to take people, put them on the edge of a building until Spider-Man comes out to fight him. Spider-Man finally does. The Vulture's kicking his ass left and right, and then, boom, big explosion. And uh, both Spider-Mans and the Vulture are knocked out, and this new villain, the Hitman, fucking original shit, just some dude... In a shitty thing with a gun. He's like, I'm here. I've been hired to kill Spider-Man before you. So you can look bad. It ends right there. Quite a cliffhanger. It's like, I'm sure they're going to follow this up. In amazing number 164? Seven. Seven. They've got to. Because Spider-Man's is kind of knocked out on the roof here at gunpoint. So. Amazing Spider-Man's. 167. Nah, we're doing our own story here. We don't give a fuck what's going on in Spectacular. But uh, they're going to continue their shit. Tell us all about the Will of the Wisp. (laughs) That's how you say Uh, it. Scottish or Irish or some shit, you know. Some shit, even though he's got blonde hair. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck. Those people are usually redheaded and... uh, so uh, Spider-Man and Mary Jane, they're finally going out on a date. They're going to fucking do the whining and die. That's probably a little 69. What the fuck? And Spider-Sense goes off. And he says, all right, bitch, get on a bus. <laughs> and she does. Like yep. a good bitch should. Uh, Spider-Slayer starts attacking. J. Jonah Jerklin's taking it on a test drive. And uh, this blonde-headed dick in a fucking leotard named Willow the Wisp shows up. They scuffle. Aunt yeah, May forgot all about when uh, the Willow the Wisp uh, <laughs> fucked over uh, Red in his truck with his buddy. The Willow the Wisp like like knocks over a 18 wheeler and takes some shit from the back of the truck. We don't oh yeah. Fight. They robbed the fucking, yeah, yeah, that's right. But the will of the wisp makes sure they're okay before. <laughs> so maybe this guy's not all bad after all. So sorry. Continue Tom. Continue. No, that's all right. I'm fucking doing this all out of order anyways. All right. Uh, uh Aunt May's picketing. Cause fucking, she doesn't <laughs> have the money to pay for fucking. <laughs> house. Sag and shit. Yeah. 
It's old Sally Field out there. I was in 80 for Brady, god damn it. So uh, the landlords are trying to get rid of the rent-controlled things so all the fucking uh, old people become hobos and shit and <laughs> have to live in a they-live encampment and get molested by Rowdy Piper or some shit. I don't know. It's another episode or issue where fucking Spider-Man fights a villain and then another villain pops in and, oh, tune in next week or next month, dickhead. Yeah, this spider slip. Oh, shit. He goes to Robbie's house, too. Oh, yeah. He says, don't you come to my home, Cracker. I don't need your shit here coming into my personal life and shit. Oh, and we're introduced to Harry Osborne's psychiatrist who uh i don't know where that is going but it seems to me like the shrink is like hypnotizing him and fucking him uh that's the only thing it could be so we'll see in a few issues or something where that you know when that reveal comes out Mm -hmm. the broken anal Mm spinner that's enough to turn a guy into a green goblin we'll see A green goblin's pretty close to the crypt keeper, it seems. Jeff. <laughs> it <is. laughs> Some would say it's the exact same thing. <laughs> you like lists? Tom, I've been known to like a list on occasion. Uh, this one was just something I. No, Lisa gave me a suggestion on this one. And it was the worst musical instruments. And I started out with uh, the tuba. Tuba just a dumb big piece of shit that just makes boom, 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 boom. Tom, there's Mexican bands that have like 16, 18 people in the fucking band and they're all across the stage. These dumb motherfuckers have a tuba in their band usually. Boom, 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 boom. The tuba is fucking dumb. Well, maybe if you were a Sky fan. Mm, I would never be a Sky fan. <laughs> Not a fan of checkerboards? or No. oh i don't know what they're fucking called but you know like those giant piano keys that toy stores used to have or maybe it was just in that one movie and you got to dance around the piano keys to make it fucking make noises and shit you gotta step on it and whatnot yeah fuck that i agree dumb Fuck that. Yeah. Who would buy that for somebody? And what, you're going to use it for like an hour and eh. break it because you're jumping all over this fucking mat. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah. Pricks. Fuck you. And if you had one of those, fuck you. Number four. At number four, Tom, I have the jug. (laughs) This is some fucking hillbilly stupid ass shit that's hey you know let's make a retarded old cousin dan over there uh feel like he's part of the band to give him this blow into that dan fuck yeah you're part of the band now 
you know that shit reminds me like of i mean most people that had a kid or a younger sibling or something if you were playing a video game and they wanted to play you just give them another fucking remote or yeah control that's not hooked up to anything that's what the fucking equivalent of the jug is just some fucking <laughs> you're not doing shit Nobody can hear you anyway over the other instruments. Just fucking keep on doing it. It's usually a jug with a couple X's drawn on it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Joe, you ever heard of a guy called Mr. Methane? No. Well, this is a guy who can control his own farts and fart on command. And uh, once in a while, he'll play songs with his ass. <laughs> so my number four is Mr. Methane's asshole. All right. Fuck that. Okay. This one I had to look up, uh, first of all, what it was called. And then I had to look up how to pronounce it. And this is called the didgeridoo. The Aborigines of Australia play this fucking long pipe or something, and it makes <laughs> just that much. That's all it does. Like, you can't play music with it. They can, I mean, you can tell them, yeah, sure, that's music, but it's fucking not. Okay. Uh, I was just making that exact same noise. Didn't need that stupid horn. Uh, there's like some power lines that I can go fucking sit under and hear that same fucking noise go off. Like, you know, just forever. It's fucking stupid. Stupid. I don't care if it's part of an ancient culture or what the fuck. It's dumb. But Did tourists we- love them. White tourists. Yes. My number four, Joe, are the vocal cords of a death metal singer. Fuck you. Fuck that whatever supposed music you think it is. Garbage. Hot fucking garbage. You know, maybe the band have some talent with the fucking guitars and drums and shit, but you can't tell because their shitty fucking vocals are over them. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you! At number two, Tom, I'm a big fan of the guitar. You know, I think it's an instrument you can, uh, you can do a lot of things with. It can sound beautiful. It can say, you can do all kinds of shit with it, man, but if you add another guitar to your guitar and make it a fucking double guitar, you're just a dumb fucking prick. You know, you look stupid. Your guitar looks stupid. It doesn't make you look any more talented. You just look like a prick. Double guitars, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, fuck. What do I have? My number two, Joe. If it's done well, it'll always make my stomach sink and make, especially if I'm driving and listening to it, I'll stand up straight and fucking start driving a little better and look in my rear view mirror. And that's the police siren. 
when people incorporate that shit into a song and use the police <laughs> siren as a musical instrument. How about you go fuck yourself with that shit? You would, I know the people using the siren aren't going to want to hear that shit when they're driving. <laughs> oh shit, hide the blunt. So how about you fucking quit it with that shit? Help us all out. Fucking prick. At number one, Tom, the worst musical instrument around, the shit that I just can't fucking stand, is the bagpipes. It's just some dumb fucking screechy shit. Sounds like a bunch of pigeons dying at once. Uh, and then, like, you gotta wear a dress and some stupid cap if you <laughs> play it, you know? And, like, some prick came up with this thing. Let me fill a fucking bag with air and have, like, eight pipes sticking out from it. And you blow one of them. You go down on this fucking pipe. Fucking garbage. It's shit. It's shit. And these people have so little self-respect or respect for the dead that they play it at funerals. The Scottish people are just fucking dumb, man. It's like, damn. Well, maybe if we make enough noise, he'll come back to life. Uh, Ah. Fuck this thing. My number one, Joe. The vocal cords of a country singer. <laughs> How about you go fuck yourself? Awful. Fuck that shit. Country music. Ball it up. Turn it sideways. Shine it up real nice. Stick it straight up your candy ass. That's what I say, Joe. All right. That's what I say. So, uh, I was going to go to my list of, uh, lists. Yes, my list of lists, like ideas I had. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, I don't have that phone anymore. <laughs> so, all my notes and all that shit like that are the rest in peace notes. Yeah. Yep. So in the last minute, I came up with our favorite mascots. How about that, Joe? All right. Everybody else, thank you for listening. It's much appreciated. <laughs> Excuse me, especially if you stuck it out this far. If you're on YouTube, smash that like button. Stick the, Pick the pieces up and stick them up your asshole one by one. Push them in there ever so gently so you don't hurt yourself. And then head on over to dwnproductions.net and order something while you can. We'll see. To be continued. We'll see. Uh, after that, go to fastcustomshirts.com. Uh, in the about us section, there's a thing with a link of fast custom shirts at gmail.com. Just fucking email me if you have custom work that you need done. We're busy as shit right now, but we'll get it done for you. Or if you just want to order some of the other over a thousand shirts, I don't, you know, then go to fastcustomshirts.com. I have been steadily raising the prices on those $10 ones. So if you still find some on there, order it because it's not going to stay $10. And uh, there's some that I'm just getting rid of. I don't want them on the site anymore, you know? So, yeah. Everybody, have a fucking great week. Remember, grip your wieners a little firmer. See if you 
if you find anything in there. And uh, yeah, just hope everybody has a great week. Thank you for listening. Joe, thank you for being here and your hospitality. Everybody, hope you're all living right. And boy, God. Oh,